minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
a.m. in the a.m. Good morning and welcome everybody to another amazing edition of your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Here we are at the Nahum Siegel Network on a Tuesday, 17th of January, the 19th of Teves, as we are ready and set to present another amazing broadcast for you on this Tuesday morning. My apologies, and believe me, I uh, <laughs> I always love not only to present a bonus JM segment, but I love to present really long bonus JM segments. And that means that sometimes we are starting here at the Nahum Single Network on a weekday morning, I don't know, at 5 o'clock, 5.15, 5.20 in that area. And we get to, you know, we get close to an hour of, uh, of uh, great live programming even before JMNAM starts. And I know based on the app that some people were anticipating a great bonus jam this morning. And you know how it is, certain mornings it just does not work out, and I apologize. So no official bonus JM this morning before 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Hopefully tomorrow it'll be back. Uh, but we do have a great JM and radio broadcast. So again, my apo- again my apologies for that. But a um, a, um, a a a commitment to hop right back on the bonus JM bandwagon, please God, uh, tomorrow morning. Gershon Veroba had on Israel. You heard Admatai done by Yehuda Green. Yassi Green had Adaraba. You heard the Nachamu Medley done by the Maccabees. Nachas had Tsuusha Arim. Schar Mitzvah, a great song from Mordechai Shapiro. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Uh, 6.36 here in the east. It is uh, 24 minutes before the hour. News at the top of the hour from Israel. Want to wish a Mazel Tov to the Hollander family. Uh, Shani and uh, Chaim Hollander, they are celebrating the bris of their brand new baby boy later on this morning. We are... We are anticipating that sometime before the end of this show, I get to announce the name of the brand new baby boy. I'll have I'll have my representatives at the big celebration uh, out in the five towns. I will have my representatives there, so they will uh, inform me, please God, of the name of the brand new baby boy. We wish them the very very best from all of us here at JM in the AM. A wonderful simchon to the uh, Marks and Hollander families. A very special Mazel Tov from all of us here. At JM in the AM, um, it's funny. I'm I'm looking at the uh, at the app this morning, and again, thanks to everybody who's been commenting since uh, 5 a.m. or so. It's much. It really is much appreciated. And um, you know, every day I take a look at uh, at some of the people that have become registered users of our app, which is wonderful. You get to join the conversation uh, that happens through our comments and uh, and uh, you know other things as well. And um, I am 100% convinced. That the most recent, excuse me, the most recent registered user of the app, of our NSN app, I am 100% convinced became a registered user because of our big announcement yesterday. The announcement came down yesterday at about 8 a.m. Eastern Time that Aryeh Kunstler is going to be the star who will be performing at the Kosher Halftime Show this year. Arye Kunstler, and I believe that our most recent registered, no, it wasn't Arye himself, don't worry, <laughs> and our most recent registered user on the app uh, registered uh, to join this conversation, ex- well, I shouldn't say exclusively, I don't want to do that to us, but primarily because of what they heard yesterday, uh, this big news. So yeah, it's big news, all right. Arye Kunstler headlining the Kosher Halftime Show. It's going to be an amazing performance. We make it available to the public 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Super Bowl Sunday. You could show it during halftime. You can watch it afterwards. You can share it with your friends. It's always a fun presentation. Uh, and those of you who remember the last few kosher halftime shows that we did, 
uh, one thing you can certain we could certainly agree on is that it really is a lot of fun. So we are anticipating a lot of fun later today. We will announce the time and place of the recording of the Kosher Halftime Show. And I'm just giving advance warning that when we announce a time, it's a start time for the show, which means if you want a table at the establishment that we're going to be at, uh, it pays to be there between 60 and 90 minutes in advance because uh, it is. we are anticipating, as you can imagine, standing room only, uh, as we have had um, it, with past experience last year when we did the uh, Kosher Halftime Show uh, with a live audience. All right, so we're going to make that announcement coming up. It'll happen this morning. Uh, I don't think they'll be taking reservations. I, I can't speak for the establishment, but I'd be shocked if they actually take reservations for that night. I'm assuming it'll be first come, first served. And uh, you just you, you come in, you start eating and drinking, you keep eating and drinking until the show ends. Simple as that. That's how you keep. That's how you keep hold of your table. Um, all right, so that's what our plan is for the uh, for the big um, for the big recording, and not only the time and not only the place, but the date. We will give you the exact date that we will be recording the Kosher Halftime Show. And uh, the only thing I'll tell you right now, I mean, again, we'll discuss this more in about an hour or so, but the, the, the one thing I'll tell you right now, it's going to be a lot earlier than last year. Last year we actually recorded it the night before the Super Bowl. Uh, this year it's going to be earlier than that. So get ready, get your uh, get your iPhones and whatever else you use, your calendars ready to uh, uh, to uh, install the uh, time and date and place, and uh, we will um, have that information for you coming up right here at JM in the AM. So that's the story. It's a Tuesday as we continue, and I thank you so much for tuning in. Um, see if there's anything else I wanted to mention before we go to the break. Uh, I think that is it for now. We will uh, continue with more great music, get to the top of, hour, top of the hour with our news from Israel, and um, I continue to present an amazing jm in the am broadcast don't forget you can comment on the app and we welcome those comments i love the conversation that's going on now on the app uh just go to the uh, home screen of the nsn not home single network app for android or iphone and um all you got to do is simply uh is simply um uh go to the home screen and uh, and click on the link that says add a comment simple as that Thanks for listening to the Nahum Siegel Network. This is JM in the AM. <laughs>
in the AM. Yeah, an argument can be made that that's uh, the best Arya Kunstler song. You can make that argument. I think it's in my top five for sure. Az Yashir, there he is. Uh, what will the set list look like for the Kosher Halftime Show when Arya Kunstler takes the stage at the uh, location that we're going to disclose later on this morning? On the date that we're going to disclose later on this morning? During the time that we're going to disclose later, time, later on this morning? I don't know. I'm not sure what that set list will look like. But uh, that song, I think, has to be seriously considered for one of the, what I assume will be about three, possibly four songs 
for the kosher halftime show. It's got to be considered. Ozzy Ashir from IA Kunzer Moshav Band had light the way. Shabbat done by Simcha Liner. Benny Friedman's Reb Yehoshua. And this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio at NachumSiegel.com, the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And I thank you so much for tuning in and being part of this great radio broadcast. Scott Sal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Mazel Tov to Shani and Chaim Hollander. The birth of their brand-new baby boy is this morning out in the five towns. We say Mazel Tov. We will have our representatives there. Uh, so hopefully we'll have the name for you before we leave the air this morning. And we'll get to uh, make this celebration complete by announcing the uh, name of their brand-new baby boys. So to the Hollander and Mark's families and their extended families, a major Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Any long-time listener of this show, I think, um, remembers the name Hollander <laughs> for many, many years. And, yes, it is that Hollander that we are referring to with the big Simcha today. Galaitz on the background. News is coming up. Rain today here in the New York area with a high of 43. Same for tonight, low 41. Tomorrow looks like cloudy weather and a high temperature of 45 degrees. Yerushalayim right now is at 60. We're at 39 degrees here in New York City. And I thank all of you for tuning in. Tell your friends, relatives, colleagues, everybody you know, Install the NSN Nahum Siegel Network app. Don't deprive them of our amazing programming all through the day. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to JMN. Galay Tzal, Hashash Taim, Kanehud Graf, in Mashekoreachshav. נמצא המל"ט הישראלי שהתרסק אתמול בדרום לבנון. כך מדווחים ברשת הטלוויזיה של חיזבאללה. כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. המל"ט מסוג רוכב שמיים התרסק במהלך משימה מבצעית בגזרה המערבית מול נהריה. אתמול בבוקר. ישראל דרשה מיוניפיל לעזור במציאת שרידיו, אבל הדבר לא התאפשר בשל תנאי האזור התלול. בהודעת חיזבאללה מהיום נאמר כי המל"ט נלקח לבדיקה. תת-אלוף במילואים אופק בוכריס התייצב היום בבית הדין הצבאי בקריה לדיון בשלב הטיעונים לעונשו. בפנייה לשופטים אמר בוכריס כי הוא לוקח אחריות מלאה על מעשיו. אביטל בן נון, עורכת דינה של א' המתלוננת, אמרה בשיחה עם יעל דן כי הן מרוצות מההסדר. יש לי באמת חשיבות עצומה להרשעה בעבירת מין. ההשלכה של הבן אדם הזה לא יכול לקבל אפילו תעודת יושר. מבחינתנו המתלוננת יצאה לדרך הזו כשעמדו לנגד עיני המטרות שאף אחת מהן היא לא נקמה ורצון לראות אותו נמק מאחורי סורג ובריח, אלא למנוע את זה שהמעשים האלה יקרו לחיילת נוספת. תוחמר הענישה על עבירות תנועה. עם הקנסות החדשים כתבנו ניתאי ענבי. ועדת הכלכלה אישרה את הצו להחמיר ענישה על עבירות תנועה חמורות. הקנס על אי ציות לרמזור אדום יעלה ל-1,500 שקלים. הקנס על רכיבה על אופניים חשמליים מתחת לגיל 16 נקבע על 1,000 שקלים. והקנס על עבירות אחרות ברכיבה על אופניים חשמליים עלה מ-100 שקלים ל-250. התקנות תיכנסנה לתוקף בעוד קצת יותר מחודש אחרי פרסומן ברשומות. שיפור נוסף במצב החיילת שנפצעה באורח חנוז בפיגוע הדריסה בארמון הנציב בשבוע שעבר, והוא מוגדר כעת קשה. היא עברה בהצלחה ניתוח אורתופדי הבוקר בבית החולים שערי צדק, והיא אינה מונשמת. כתבתנו טל זרביב מוסיפה כי בבית החולים הדסה עין כרם מאושפזים עוד שני חיילים שנפצעו בפיגוע. מצבם בינוני וקל. החשבת הכללית של משרד האוצר קוראת לפתוח במכרז על זיכיון ים המלח שהיום מחזיקה בו כתבנו תומר ורון. 
במכתב ששיגרה מיכל עבדי בויאנג'ו היא כותבת כי לדעתה קיום הליך מכרזי ימקסם את טובת הציבור במשאבי הטבע באזור ים המלח. עם זאת הוסיפה כי היא משאירה את ההחלטה למחליפה רוני חזקיהו שנכנס לתפקיד בתחילת השנה, כי"ל מחזיקה בזיכיון עד שנת 2030, מניית החברה נופלת בשעה זו על רקע הפרסומים בכ-2.5%. הנשיא הנבחר דונלד טראמפ ייכנס לתפקידו בסוף השבוע הקרוב עם 40 אחוזי תמיכה בלבד. כתבנו, כתבתנו, סליחה, שירה נאות. סקר חדש של ה-CNN מעניק לטראמפ 40 אחוזי תמיכה בלבד, אחד השיעורים הנמוכים בהיסטוריה. לעומתו, ברק אובמה זכה ל-84 אחוזי תמיכה ערב השבעתו ב-2009. 53 אחוזים מהאמריקנים אמרו שמעשיו של טראמפ מאז שנבחר גרמו להם לאבד את האמון בו, ואילו בשאלה האם טראמפ יהיה נשיא טוב או רע, הדעות חלוקות עם 48 אחוזים לכל תשובה. אלה החדשות שעורכת רון לביוד. Yeah. 
J.M. in the A.M. Before we get to that selection, that was Sandy Shmueli with um, Va'ata. You heard No Dolechad done by Amiran Devir. Eitan Katz, Yehei Rava, opening up the hour. Yes, we have our Yeshiva League sports update coming up. 
What's better than that? Yeshiva League sports, hockey, basketball, and more, all happening with Elliot Weiselberg just about five minutes from now here at JM in the AM, our Yeshiva League sports update brought to you by the wonderful people at Crown Trophy. A special shout-out on this Tuesday morning to Mike Feller and his amazing staff. You know that at the end of the season, whatever trophy the winning team is uh, holding and hoisting is going to be a crown trophy. (laughs) So to Mike and everybody, I thank them for listening and being part of this great radio experience. And uh, We're about five minutes away from our Yeshiva League sports update by the very hardworking Elliot Weiselberg here at JM in the AM. Speaking of sports... The location, the time, the date for the Kosher Halftime Show will be announced this morning in the 8 o'clock hour. And as I said, uh, because again we're going to be doing it live with a live audience at a um, at a delicious eatery. Everybody out there, when we announce the time, um, move that clock back about 90 minutes in terms of uh, figuring out when you should walk into the establishment. Because if you want to make sure to have a table, to have a seat that night, when we do the Kosher Halftime Show, you're going to have to get there mighty early. I don't think they're going to be taking reservations. I think they're going to be anticipating a standing room only crowd and a very excited crowd and tables of people that will be sitting there for a couple of hours, uh, eating and drinking a whole lot and enjoying a uh, fantastic evening. All right, so that's the only hint I'll give so far. Uh, the time, the place, the uh, date, all coming up, 8 o'clock hour here at JM in the AM for the Kosher Halftime Show. Yesterday we announced that the one and only Aryeh Kunstler is going to be performing. I've already started putting together my favorite Aryeh Kunstler songs, that list, and I'm sure many of you out there are also wondering what will be on the set list for the Kosher Halftime Show. We'll have plenty, well I shouldn't say plenty, but we'll have some time to discuss all of that coming up here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Also, speaking of great Jewish music, keep in mind that Simcha Liner visits us this coming Thursday morning. Simcha Liner, hour number three, this coming Thursday morning, visits us right here at JM in the AM.
In the AM, Micha Avdechov, of course, has Micha Gammerman here on a JM in the AM Tuesday morning. Uh, Yeshiva League Sports Update time. Big shout out to Mike Feller and everybody at Crown Trophy. They know that the end of the season, the playoff uh, era, is uh, heating up where every game's a playoff game. Well, you know what I mean by that. Uh, <laughs> so, big shout out to everybody at Crown Trophy as they get set. Uh, to listen into our Yeshiva League sports update, as do we. Elliot Weiselberg doing an amazing job, sports editor here at JM in the AM. Our Yeshiva League sports update is uh, the definitive source of information 
for everything that goes on in the Yeshiva League. By the way, keep in mind that tonight, uh, court report is, oh, you know what? If, if the Elliot follows the, um, if he follows the pattern from Sunday, it'll be an encore presentation tonight. So I guess a fresh new court report coming up Sunday at 7 p.m. here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We will confirm that for you uh, here at uh, JM in the AM. Uh, anyway, Yeshiva League Sports Update time. Elliot Weiselberg is next. You're listening to JM in the AM. Thanks, Nahum. Welcome to another edition of the Tuesday morning JM in the AM Sports Update. Thanks to the impending break, you're going to find yourself hearing plenty of the same team this week, and a majority of them from the west side of the region. But make no mistake about the importance of these games from the west perspective. Straight ahead, a very small but impactful slate in hockey, with only one JV game and five varsity games, but who needs quantity when you have quality? Heschel and TABC each take a pair in varsity basketball. Frisch finds itself on the edge of wrapping up the JV Basketball West, while the same stands true for SAR in Girls Varsity Basketball West. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Frisch and SAR squared off in varsity and JV hockey doubleheader action this week. The two varsity teams took to the floor leading the Western Conference, with the winner earning a clear road to the top seed in the division for the upcoming playoffs. The two teams squared off earlier in the season in Frisch, with SAR taking it 2-1. Any thoughts of a low-scoring contest went out the window early as Yehuda Brin netted two quick goals for the Cougars. SAR would not buckle, and on shots by Solomon Freilish and Jason Birian, the Sting had tied the game at two heading into the first intermission. The second period would see Frisch and SAR trade off goals before Brin would put the Cougars up for good with his third goal of the night. Each team would score another goal before the night was over, but Frisch would avenge their earlier loss with a 5-4 win on the road. The win puts Frisch at 9-1, and and the loss drops SAR to 9-2, and with Frisch having a competitive but doable road to the number one seed on the other side of the break. In JV, a similar start between two teams fighting at the opposite ends of the playoff spectrum. Frisch, fresh off of a tie with TABC, needing as many points as they can to stay in the race for the top seed in the division, and SAR a point behind JEC and MTA in the race for the final playoff spot in the West. Early on, the home team showed their desperation and fashioned it into two goals in the first six minutes of the game, before Frisch turned the deficit around, scoring twice before the end of the first period. With the game knotted at two, just under five minutes left in the second, Alex Levy would put SAR back up by one. Third period, SAR still holding the lead, teams playing three-on-three after penalties on both sides, and Arye Bloom's shot would knot the game at three. Overtime would not be able to decide the game, with the 3-3 score holding up as the final. For Frisch, their third tie of the season, almost assuring that they will not be able to capture the top seed. For SAR, hopes stay alive in their race for the playoffs. In varsity basketball, TABC dropped two double nickels, defeating MTA and Kushner 55-46 and 55-48 respectively. The wins leave the Storm tied for third place in the West with SAR, who dropped their game with Heschel by the score of 55-49. It would also be Heschel's second win on the week, as they also defeated Kushner to keep undefeated at 10-0, and with a win tomorrow night against Maor, could put Frisch's backsides to the fire, in the race for the West number one seed. 
Speaking of number one seed, stop me if you've heard about these two schools. But first, JV basketball and SAR Varsity girls basketball find themselves inches from wrapping up their respective Western divisions. Frisch's win over Ramaz leaves them with a win or a TABC loss away from the West Crown, while a win will clinch for the SAR Varsity ladies' sting. There was no new episode of The Court Report this week, but if you tune into tonight's Encore at 7 p.m. on the Knock'em Seagull Network, you can go back to our season premiere episode, the Hockey Season Preview with TABC head coach Mo Fuchs, and grade us on our predictions as the season draws to a close. There will be an all-new episode this Sunday, so stay tuned to the Knock'em Seagull Network, knock'emseagull.com, for all of the amazing Yeshiva League action. And that was your Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
the AM with Ohad and Mivan Siach. Tuesday morning, 39 degrees, rain here in the New York area coming up later with a high of 43. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. Oh, are we way behind for Rabbi Goldwasser? I apologize. <laughs> Usually Rabbi Goldwasser at about 7.30 Eastern time here at JM in the AM. Uh, this time, uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, rather. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Vilna Goin was once traveling. He went into a kosher restaurant in a certain city. There were both religious and non-observant Jews, as well as the general population that came to eat. The Goin observed that there was a certain group of irreligious Jews that sat around and were mocking everything to do with Yiddishkeit. When the owner came around, they asked him to give him some whiskey. As the leader then picked up his glass to drink, the Gon approached him, and before he could taste the drink, the Vilna Goin asked him to make a brocha. The non-observant Jew was quite amused. He was laughing, and he told the Goin that he doesn't keep Shabbos. He eats on Yom Kippur. What difference does it make whether he makes a brocha or not? The Vilna Goin explained to him that even though he does a lot of things that are wrong, it doesn't mean that he's free from the obligation of saying a bracha. He will be held accountable in the future for not saying that bracha. The Goin continued and began to detail for him the preciousness, the dearness of even one small mitzvah. It made such an impact on the person that the man eventually became a Baal Tshuva and returned to Yiddishkeit. Rav Chaim Brisker says that, of course, a Rav is going to tell a person to do mitzvahs, no matter which Averis he might have done. With Emuna, it is different. Either a person believes, or they don't believe. There's an interesting Rambam. We know that there are Yud Gimel Ikre Emuna. There are 13 foundations of our faith. The last foundation is Tchias HaMesim, that we believe in the future, that Hashem will resurrect the dead. The Rambam says, if a person believes in the 13 and understands them, then he is a believer in Hashem. He is part of Klal Yisrael. It is a mitzvah to love him as a brother and to pity him. Even if he stumbled in many Averus, if his desires overcame him, he still has a chalik, a portion in Olam the world to come. However, if a person made the mistake in one of the 13 Yesodos, the foundations of faith, and went outside the boundary of Am Yisrael, then he is a non-believer. Someone in the family of the Chovetz Chaim was not well. A doctor who was not religious was brought in to see the individual. The Chovetz Chaim spoke to him about Yiddishkeit, and he asked him, How do you know that the sun will rise tomorrow. The doctor said, It happens every day, so I know it will happen tomorrow. The Chobetz Chaim told him, I know it, because it says so in the Torah, in Bereshis, Parakhes. The difference is, that there is general amuna, and there is amuna on the level of the Chobetz Chaim. It's not 99%, it's 100%. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, Bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. Mordechai Shapiro. You know, it's been announced that Mordechai Shapiro is going to be here. He's going to be uh, on the Lower East Side of Manhattan coming up on the uh, 18th of uh, February. The Young Israel of Manhattan presents uh, Mordechai Shapiro. Uh, along with uh, Ellie Marcus. Uh, it's the 18th of February, Seward Park High School, um, which is the corner of Grand Street and Essex Street uh, here in Lower Manhattan. Information, 212-460-9450, 212-460-9450, 38th Annual Concert for the Young Israel of Manhattan, Mordechai Shapiro, Ellie Marcus. And that's happening on the 18th of February. Hey, don't forget our friends at the Mizrahi, World Mizrahi Movement, have announced their mega mission of a lifetime. I hope you've already investigated, and I hope you've already decided to be with us in Jerusalem coming up for Yom Yerushalayim number 50. It is the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem, and you could join thousands for this mega mission of a lifetime that will all meet in Israel, in Yerushalayim, on the 24th of May. The 24th of May. For details, etc., Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Um, well, you never know what you're going to learn from the app, and uh, I take this opportunity to wish a, uh, or to extend, rather, condolences to a longtime listener, Devorah Leitner, uh, who indicated on our app that uh, her mother has passed away, so we extend our condolences from all of us here at JM and the AM. And we should all only share good news in the future. And um, she actually asked if there was a possibility of being informed when we're doing uh, talk programming or conversations on the air. Um, not quite sure we can uh, figure out an alert system for that, but um, uh, those of you who are who are um, observing the custom of not listening to music uh, during the year of um, of mourning. Uh, if you do check in with us, I don't know, once or twice uh, between 7.30 and 9 o'clock, it's very often that during that time slot we're in the midst of a uh, an interesting conversation. Obviously, Fridays, you know, we have a rather long conversation with Malcolm Honline that starts at about 7.40. Rabbi Yudin uh, gives his Dvar Torah afterwards. So there are times that are uh, that are generally uh, reserved for talk, but if the um, if it needs if someone needs it on a daily basis, then checking in with us as many people do uh, once or twice in the final half of the show or in the second half of the show um, is usually a good suggestion, and we should celebrate smachot, happy occasions together. Rain today in New York with a high temperature of forty three. Speaking of smachot, it is with great pleasure that we wish a mazel tov to Shani. And Chaim Hollander, the bris of their brand new baby boy, is taking place this morning to the extended Marks and Hollander families. A very special Mazel Tov from all of us here at the JM and the AM. And uh, we have uh, we have representatives there at the big event. So I hope before nine o'clock I'll be able to announce the name of the newborn. And Mark Zamek points out rightfully that our interviews are uh, in a special JM interview section on our app. 
So you could always listen uh, after JM in the AM to some of the great material that we have. In fact, uh, today's a good example. Coming up right after JM in the AM this morning at 9 o'clock is our segment that we call JM Rewind. And uh, Dr. Merrin and Rabbi Eisenberg and Scott Feltman and our very own Michael Fragan, conversations we've had with them at some point in the last couple of weeks, they will all be uh, featured during uh, JM Rewind uh, coming up between... A nine and the ten this morning, right after Jam and the Am. So keep that in mind. That is a good, um, generally all talk um, hour. And uh, I say generally because sometimes it could be a musical guest where there's songs in between, but generally it's an all talk hour. Tuesday morning, it's Jam and the Am as uh, we continue with the gentleman that's going to be performing for us and for you and for the entire world, the Kosher Halftime Show. Kosher Halftime Show, its location, its date, its time, where we're going to be recording it, will all be revealed in about an hour. It'll all be revealed here at JM the AM this morning. What has already been revealed, if you were paying careful attention earlier this week, is that Aryeh Kunstler is going to be doing the Kosher Halftime Show for us at the Nahum Siegel Network. Everywhere I shut my eyes, shut my ears and bow Cause I know there's a better day coming blowing in from the north and south But I don't give up I let my love shine bright I won't give up no 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 down for the way that I look for what I wear just this skin I bear cause there'll come a time when all men and women will live as one at least I do believe so I don't give up I let my love shine bright won't give up no 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 Put my faith in the only one, and I put my faith in love. 
But it gets a little closer every day May seem a million miles away But it gets a little closer every day
J.M. in the A.M. Shlomo Katz with Hine Anochi. Rogers Park, that was a suggestion on our app. Song is called I Believe in You from the Magid. Aryeh Kunstler, the star, the celebrity who's going to be uh, performing in our fourth annual Kosher Halftime Show. Aryeh Kunstler with uh, Don't Give Up. That's a single, and uh, you can toss that into the hopper of possibilities. We're trying to figure out what the set list might look like for the limited number of songs that we do at the Kosher Halftime Show. After all, halftime's only, you know, a limited number of minutes. Um... So we'll see if that one makes it. Uh, speaking of Kosher Halftime Show, we are less than an hour away from revealing the location of the recording, the time of the recording, and the date of the recording of the Kosher Halftime Show starring Aryeh Kunstler. So stay very close to our broadcast, and you'll be privy to all that information coming up. And I doubt that the establishment that uh, we're going to be using is going to be taking reservations for that night. It should be standing room only. Uh, so if you want to uh, make sure, once we announce it, if you want to make sure uh, to get a table and be able to enjoy the Kosher Halftime Show from the comfort of a um, of a table at a delicious uh, establishment, then uh, you're going to want to get there very early. We'll give you all those warnings coming up, trust me. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, NahumSiegel.com. On the Nahum Siegel Network, and of course, on our beloved NSN app. Rabbi Mark Wilds is with us live via telephone. Rabbi Mark Wilds has the distinction of being the founder and the director of the Manhattan Jewish Experience. And I could tell you that uh, I am amazed by the incredible work that uh, the Manhattan Jewish Experience has been doing all these years. Rabbi Mark Wilds, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you for having me, Nachum. It's a pleasure and an honor. I greatly appreciate that. How long has it been now? You founded the organization how long ago? So it is a very auspicious year, actually. 18 years uh, began MJE, Manhattan Jewish Experience, in August of 98. Uh, and we are now celebrating 18 years. I can't believe that. 18 years is unbelievable. And, and if you go back then, um, you know, to, to the, the thought process... What was it? Was it uh, seeing a landscape where you just realized that people you know, are, 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 are thirsting to come back to their roots, to discover the beauty of traditional Judaism? What was it at that time that made you found the organization? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, um, I, just, I had been a rabbi in Manhattan for about four or five years, and uh, on the west side and on the east side, and I just saw the tremendous numbers of young Jewish people that were just, uh, on one hand, disconnected, but on the other hand, it looked like they were really interested in something. I don't even know if they knew exactly what they were looking for, what they were interested, but definitely looking for something else that was maybe missing in their lives. And uh, I thought I would try my hand at being able to engage the less affiliated uh, Jewish population of Manhattan um, and uh, it was really an experiment in 98, 99, uh, and I, I made a little uh, personal vow that if I wasn't able to sort of pull out of the woodwork X amount of uh, young Jewish people uh, who weren't connected, then, uh, okay, I gave it a chance. I tried my best, and it just totally took off within the first couple of years, and it's just been growing ever since. Hmm, unbelievable. Rabbi Mark Wilds is with us. The... Um 
I mean, it, it seems that the the number of programs, the uh, the number of things you offer, whether it be lectures, uh, trips, uh, Shabbat services. I mean, you're you're just uh, you know, you, it looks like you just keep adding more and more and more as time goes on. Yeah, you know, we started with like sort of the bare bones of, of the program, a beginner service on Saturday morning, on Shabbat morning. We had some Shabbat dinners, which is a great way to bring new uh, people in. You know, it's not a threatening kind of experience. It's just everybody loves to get together on a Friday night. But as the time went on, we just kept adding more and more things, more classes, more events, uh, everything from social. It's sort of like a funnel system. Lots of people coming in on one end and then just getting more and more involved. And the social aspect is just so key. People get to meet each other. I've got a million and one just stories of incredible people who had very little to do with Yiddishkeit before and are now fully engaged uh, in Torah and mitzvot. And probably one of the things I did not uh, envision, to be honest, uh, I didn't really set out to be a place where people would meet and marry, um, but I'm very, very proud of the statistic. 278 couples what? have 278 <laughs> couples have uh, met and married um, through Manhattan Jewish experience over the last 18 years. And uh, that's probably one of the, you know, numbers that I'm, I'm most proud of. And it's uh, it's an incredible thing because it's like, you know, they're all building Jewish families. They're living all over the place. Teaneck, uh, Five Towns, Scarsdale, uh, 28 of our graduates have actually made Aliyah. And you have to understand, you know, what that means to someone who was not raised in observance uh, maybe went to synagogue two, three times a year, is now fully Shomer Shabbat, makes Aliyah, is living the Zionist dream. It's just an incredible thing. We've had a lot of, a lot of Siyata Dishmaya and just an, an incredible amount of success in these years. And I'm just very, very grateful to, to the wonderful staff that I've been able to work with. We have about 15 full-time people on staff now. A couple of great rabbis, even some amazing chazanim, as you know. Uh, it's just—it's really amazing. Rabbi Mark Wilds is with us, director, founder, and director of the Manhattan Jewish Experience. And I want to recommend to our listeners, because you may wonder, you know, who is this for? Who are the type of people, or who—who who is it you're targeting, etc.? Go to JewishExperience.org. Go to JewishExperience.org, and you'll get a taste of what this organization is all about, the types of things that they're doing, and the. Um, Wonderful work, not just on Shabbat, but wonderful work during the week as well. As Roy Wilds mentioned, social events, etc., that are so key to the entire process. And if I asked you who this is for, like if someone's listening right now and wonders whether they or a friend of theirs, etc., or a relative, is right for MJE, you would essentially say anybody who's searching, right? Anybody who's who's in the area who wants to just enjoy uh, a traditional religious experience. Yeah, 100%. This is really very, very open. We do focus on 20s and 30s, and I'll tell you why. And it's uh, it's difficult sometimes because we, you know, we want to be there for everyone. There's a big social component to this, and we're interested in making a dent in the huge intermarriage uh, rates. And in order to do that, we need to get to people in their 20s. Um, and it's very hard to attract young Jewish professionals who are not affiliated in their 20s uh, if we have um, 40s, 50s, and 60s. So a lot of our events are really geared for people in their 20s and 30s, um, and mostly from, I would say, conservative reform 
or unaffiliated backgrounds. Right. Um, and uh, we've just had a lot of success with that population. Amazing. Uh, you've announced the MJE Winter Retreat. The MJE Manhattan Jewish Experience Winter Retreat Shabbat and Ski Weekend is happening starting on February the 9th up in Mount Snow, Vermont. It's for those in their 20s and 30s. And uh, what else, what other details could you tell us about the Winter Retreat and why this is such an amazing program? All right, I appreciate that. The, the Ski Retreat is one of our premier programs. It's such a wonderful opportunity. We go out to Vermont. Mount Snow, which is about four or five hours on a bus. We bring about, I would say, 60 to 70 people with us. We've been doing it every year. And we stay in this very cozy inn called the Grey Ghost Inn. Been staying there for years. And it's just a warm, intimate uh, skiing Shabbaton, if you will. We come up Thursday night and we stay all the way through Sunday night. We ski on Friday, we ski on Sunday, and we have an awesome, powerful Shabbat experience packed in in the middle. Um, we go snow tubing on Saturday night. And I would say, you know, the, the immersive uh, retreats where people get away from work and don't just show up for Shabbat dinner for three hours or a class for an hour and a half. You know, they're really here for four days. You get to see people changing into different outfits and just being in a different kind of energy. People really... Uh, just let down their guard, and they're just more open. So you, there's a lot of impact, and I think I'm not the only one who feels this way. In the, in the world of Jewish outreach, um, immersive experiences, taking people out of their uh, environment, out of the city, and just going out into nature, skiing and just enjoying yourself, um, and having Shabbos in the middle. There, there's nothing, there's, not, there's no greater, more powerful cure of, uh, or outreach formula and it's just been great. This is probably our 15th year doing it. Wow. Um, yeah, we've been doing it for many, many years, um, and it's just, it's just awesome. I would say also that a lot of very, very new people that come, this is their opportunity to feel part of a community. I don't know if you realize this, but, you know, I'm sure you do, but we, you know, take community for granted. We grew up going to a Jewish day school. We go to camp. You go to shul. You see your friends. Right, 80% of the American Jewish community do not have this. They're going to synagogue a couple of times a year. They may maybe have friends from college. They have colleagues from work. But to be part of a Jewish community is really something that, unfortunately, most of our Jewish brothers and sisters in this country simply do not have. And when they taste it, it's just there's no turning back. It's just an amazing thing. So we try to really create a little sense of community out in Vermont for that weekend. And then people... And what we're really doing is just showcasing what it feels like to be part of a Jewish community. So when they get back to New York, they can realize that even though they're in New York, they can be part of the Jewish community. They're not really part of, of a community. And I would say that, that um, you know, we're known for great programming and all, and, and all that, but the programming is just really a way to get people in and to feel like they belong to something bigger than themselves. Mm. And, uh, and, and that's really the point of the retreat. It's just been incredibly successful. You can take someone who's never stepped foot um, in the Jewish community, who's never been to MGE, and spend three, four days with us, and they just feel like they're in. That's it. And they can just continue to keep coming, come to classes, come to Shabbat dinners, and, and grow to whatever degree they're interested in growing and becoming part parcel of a community that they've really never been part of. And uh, so I love the retreat. 
besides herniating a disc a couple of years back, <laughs> um, it's it's a pretty uh, safe environment. Um, <laughs> And uh, we have a lot of music. It's just great. Rabbi Mark Wilds, he's founder and director of the Manhattan Jewish Experience. Uh, the February 9th winter retreat goes from the 9th through the 12th up in Mount Snow, Vermont. It's for those in their 20s and 30s. You have a lot of events. People can go to jewishexperience.org. You'll find either events that you might be interested in, folks, or that your friends or relatives might be interested in as an entree into uh, the traditional Jewish scene. Again, it's uh, jewishexperience.org. You can go to the uh, website and get information about the uh, uh, the winter retreat. Plus, or by while, I think even tonight I saw you have an event going on. Like, there's a, a whole bunch of stuff that people will find there online uh, that might strike their fancy. Yeah, I'll tell you. Just last night, you know, it was Martin Luther King Day. Right. So we're always trying to 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 do events and put a Jewish spin on on experiences and events like this that that Jewish people who are not so affiliated are comfortable with. So every year we do something special. And last night we interviewed. A gentleman by the name of Stephen Schwarner, and I don't know if you recognize that name. His brother Michael Schwarner was one of the right. three was uh, individuals that w- was murdered, right. uh, um, uh, protesting or trying to promote civil rights in Mississippi. The famous movie Mississippi Burning. Correct. And I, um, I uh, interviewed him last night. Channel Seven covered it, and it, it was on uh, the channel uh, Eleven O'clock News last night. The guy's unbelievable. He's a hero. I mean, his brother was the hero. But his brother, who we interviewed, Jewish man, spent his entire life teaching about civil rights in various universities. He's a professor on civil rights. And, you know, we were, I was trying to explain the Jewish perspective on, on what our responsibility is to those outside of the community and give a little um, spiritual connection to uh, what was being celebrated um, in, in more of a secular sense uh, yesterday throughout this country. Um, and we had a phenomenal turnout, and turnout, and uh, Facebook Live has just been amazing to us. Mm. One of God's greatest blessings in <laughs> modern times, because uh, you know we had seventy, eighty people in the room, but close to a thousand more, uh, you know, tuned in on Facebook Live, which has been happening a lot lately. So it's a great way. Social media is an amazingly important device of uh, technology to get the word out. You're doing great work, Rabbi Wilds. It's really amazing. Uh, everybody out there, if you think that this is something that you or that a friend or relative of yours uh, would find intriguing, uh, jewishexperience.org gives you all the information you need about MJE and Rabbi Wilds and his staff's incredible work. Continued success, and uh, continue to keep us up to date on your, all your amazing activities. Thank you. I really appreciate it, and thanks for shining a spotlight on, uh, on the ski retreat. I uh Hope to uh, watch myself here, and they all should be good. Yeah, please be careful, Rabbi Wilds. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbi Mark Wilds, founder, director of Manhattan Jewish Experience. It's known as MJE. The website is jewishexperience.org. Just one of uh, the great heroes in our community doing amazing work and reaching out to uh, those who are thirsting for more of a uh, traditional Jewish experience. Some more coming up quarter after 8 o'clock here on a JM in the AM Tuesday. More details about the Kosher Halftime Show coming up if you keep it here at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM with Eighth Day. It's called Celebrate. And they're celebrating out in the five towns. Want to wish a mazel tov to the Marks and Hollander families. Shani and Chaim Hollander this morning celebrating the uh, bris of their brand new baby boy. And uh, our representatives there at the big celebration tell us that the brand new baby boy's name is Elimelech Shmuel Hollander. Elimelech Shmuel Hollander. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. How I wish I could have been there this morning to celebrate with you. JM in the AM, uh, coming up, uh, we're minutes away from finding out the um, the time, the date, and the location of the Kosher Halftime Show um, recording that's going to be taking place before Super Bowl Sunday, obviously. We know that Aryeh Kunstler is going to be the featured entertainer. We know that he's going to be the... Uh, He's going to be the person we turn to for a bang-out performance for this year's Kosher Halftime Show. The fourth annual Kosher Halftime Show, by the way. Yes, the fourth annual Kosher Halftime Show. Imagine that. Um, I want to thank those who have been commenting on the app all morning long. It's much appreciated. I want to thank those who have become registered users of our app. Everyone out there, I encourage all of you to do so. Reminder that our friends at Mizrahi World Movement have an amazing mega mission of a lifetime coming up, celebrating 50 years of a reunited Jerusalem. It's happening May the 24th of 2017 on Yom Yerushalayim. Can you believe it? The 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem, and we get to be there. And you get to be there. Information is... um, Information is uh, Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Mizrahi.org slash YY50 for uh, information. Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Uh, by the way, um, Camp Misora, our wonderful friends at Camp Misora, have announced their um, winter camp reunion. Missouri gathers for a snow-tubing event at Mountain Creek starting at 3 p.m. on Sunday, February the 26th in Vernon, New Jersey. Uh, buses leaving Cedarhurst at 12.30, Paramus at 1.30. Information, campmissouri.com, campmissouri.com. The, um, the big uh, um, winter reunion is coming up in February. More happening here on a, a Tuesday morning at JM and the AM. A reminder, this coming uh, Thursday, Simcha Liner live in studio here at JM and the AM. Simcha Liner live in studio here at JM and the AM. That's going to be this coming Thursday morning. We are looking forward to speaking with him, talking about the brand new album and all that good stuff. Also, details minutes away about the Kosher Halftime Show. Yesterday we revealed a very important detail, and that is that Aryeh Kunstler and his band are going to be headlining the Kosher Halftime Show for us, where it's taking place, when it's taking place, and um, and um, yeah, the where, the when, and what time. Right, The date and time when it's taking place all 
will be announced within minutes right here if you keep it at JM in the AM. Finally, I can't keep the audience in suspense any longer, <laughs> as much as I'd love to do that. And it's great to be able to tease everybody with all this uh, potential information coming up. But now we have arrived at the time when we fill in all the other blanks regarding the Kosher Halftime Show 2017 edition. Many of you are familiar with the fact that the first Kosher Halftime Show happened in 2014. 
Schlockrock with an incredible studio performance for us, uh, which we made available 8 p.m. on Super Bowl night. So people could watch it during halftime or any time, of course. People still watch it now. Why not? It was a great performance by Lenny Solomon and company. Uh, then um, many of you recall the 2015 Kosher Halftime Show, Soul Farm, in an amazing studio production with three incredible songs that, again, people not only do people still watch it, but we, we play a lot of the Soul Farm material that we play off of that Kosher Halftime Show. Last year we went ahead and we opened it up to the public, and the night before the Super Bowl last year, we uh, actually presented a live performance by Lipa. This was in Teaneck, New Jersey, you may recall. Uh, and he put together for us an amazing show, a video that we made available the next day, 8 p.m. on uh, on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, people were watching it all over the world, and still people refer to it and look back at that fun performance by Lipa. And now, as many of you know, earlier this week we announced that Arye Kunstler is going to be headlining our Kosher Halftime Show 2017, the fourth annual show, and again will be in a public space in an area where people can come out and enjoy the show and a really great sports environment. And the question, of course, was, where is that? Where is there a great sports environment that we have not been to yet um, that can handle a kosher halftime show and a big crowd and a uh, very um, boisterous and joyous crowd who wants to hear some great Jewish music? And we came up with the answer, courtesy of... um, the person who's with us live via telephone and his partners in the five towns out on Long Island. Uh, it's with that introduction that I say good morning to Joey Honig, who's with us live via telephone. Joey, nice to reunite here at JM in the AM. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? Everything is wonderful. Joey, as many of you know, is a, one of the is one of the principals of a wonderful establishment, in a really fun place called the Courtside Grill. The Courtside Grill is located at 602 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst, New York. It is has a tremendous look, incredible food, and a wonderful, fun environment. And it is there at the Courtside Grill where we're going to be uh, filming, videoing, taping our 2017 edition of the Coaster Halftime Show. I will give everybody the date and time in just a moment. Joey, tell us about the beginnings of this incredible neighborhood sports grill. How long has it been open so far? Uh, we've been open since June, and the reviews are exceptional. The reaction in general is always interesting to watch when it comes to the uh, whole sports bar environment in a neighborhood. And I, I think, as we've seen in other places, I think it's safe to say that the neighborhood and the families and people in general have completely acclimated uh, to the format that you're presenting, are enjoying the sports and enjoying the food, and just coming and having a good, having a good time. Yeah, our our place is a just a fun place to be at. Uh, there's sports going all the time, and it's just a fun place. You can go on a Saturday night and uh, just hang out, and it's just a very cool, relaxed environment. And that combined with uh, with the great food um, by our chef Albert Bijou, uh, it's been just a, a fun. Fun place to be. Chef Albert's got quite a reputation, and I know that sports bars in general tend to lean toward certain items on the menu. Is there one specialty? Is there something that the Courtside Grill already has become known for that you'd recommend to anybody who walks in they've got to try? That's a great question. We have a lot of great things on our menu, especially since uh, Albert Bijou has 
have come has uh, come on board. Uh, but the the number one seller and and the the fan favorite is the the um, the hamburger with uh, with um, it's, uh, it's it's hard to even describe. It's got coleslaw and a brisket on top. It's called the brisket burger, but Ooh. it's just much more than that. Uh, it's just, it's the fan favorite. All right. And that's my favorite as well. I can enjoy a couple of those. So wait, I'm writing this down. It's called brisket burger. Huh? That's what people want to order when they walk into the courtside grill. <laughs> that is that is one of the uh, one of the favorites. The guacamole burger is great. We're, we're specializing in, in a lot of different types of burgers. My gosh. Uh, besides the other amazing uh, dishes that he has been creating over the last couple of months. Now, before we get into the details, what people need to know about the specific night that we're going to be uh, uh, teamed up, uh, how has the NFL playoff season been treating you? Have you been seeing nice crowds, enjoying some great football games? Oh, it's been great. Uh, this past Sunday was uh, was an early dinner because the uh, the Cowboys game was, uh, well, I should say the Green Bay game started at four fifteen. Right. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been very very crowded. The Giant game um, was a couple of weeks ago and it was packed. And uh, yeah, football in general has been uh, has been great for us. It must be amazing building up to the Super Bowl. All right, speaking of which, it is the 2017 Kosher Halftime Show. You know the whole concept. Um, we basically have an alternative, those who don't want to see or would rather see a great Jewish music show as opposed to the uh, halftime show that's offered to the rest of the world. We've gone ahead and we have uh, every single year over the last four years, we have uh, answered that call. We have filled that niche. And the Courtside Grill is the place where we're going to be on Saturday night, the 28th, of January. This is not the night before the Super Bowl, folks, like last year. It's Saturday night, the 28th of January. We'll be at the Courtside Grill. Uh, what, what, what do we call that area that we're going to be using? Is that like a, a promenade or a mezzanine? Is that, the, is, that, is that how you would call it? We can call it the upper deck. The upper deck, there it is. We'll be on the upper deck of the Courtside Grill on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst with Aryeh Kunstler and his incredible band. Uh, we're calling the actual performance for 9 p.m., which means rehearsals will be seen by everybody starting probably at around 8 o'clock, 8, 8.30 in that area. And, Joey, I am assuming that um, in the tradition of, uh, of, of other places that welcome standing room-only crowds, you will not be taking reservations for that night. Am I correct? We will not be. So anybody out there, and this is the word of advice that I've given in the past, listen very carefully, folks. Anybody who wants to be in that amazing courtside bar and grill on the um, on the night of um, of the 28th of January, you got to be there early. My recommendation, you get there by 7.30, 7.40, you sit down, you order some great food, you keep ordering some wonderful food and drink throughout the night, you watch us set up, you watch the entire operation as we get prepared, you watch the uh, sound check, and then you watch and enjoy the actual show that's going to be seen by thousands and thousands the following weekend on Super Bowl Sunday. So everybody out there, that's my piece of advice. You want to make sure to be at the Courtside Grill, Nassau's only kosher sports bar, 602 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. Official start time on the 28th of January, which is Saturday night, will be 9 p.m. But I am telling you, the move, the move is to get there as early as possible, continue to order as much food and drink as you can to enjoy a wonderful Malava Malka. And then, of course, uh, once we're ready to kick things off with the official show at 9 p.m., you'll see... Uh, some amazing R.E. Kunstler selections by him and his orchestra. Now, Joey Honig, he's with us live via telephone. He's uh, one of the principals over at the Courtside Grill in Cedarhurst. Now, you told me you're not as familiar 
with Arye Kunstler Music as you'd like to be. So I hope you're brushing up, Joey. I hope you're you're getting a hold of his catalog and, and starting to decide which songs you'd like to hear on that Saturday night. Absolutely. I've been uh I've been looking it up and uh and I'm getting much more familiar with the music as well. He's pre- he's gonna rock the place that night, I'm just warning you. He's gonna have that's the what I that's what I hear. Everybody tells me uh that, that he is going to be uh incredible. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right, we got the schedule all set. Officially 9 p.m. Our recommendation, folks, get there as early as you can. It should be standing room only. Uh, and uh, the Courtside Grill is going to be our host uh, for the Kosher Halftime Show 2017. They're at 602 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. Give me an example. Today is a Tuesday. Are you guys open for both lunch and dinner? Yes, we are. All right, so we anybody? Are, uh, I'm sorry. Yes. No, we're, we, are, we are open. We're, we're down the block from... Uh, I'm Hafter, uh, so we are open uh, for lunch, and, uh, of course, dinner is, is always crowded. All right, so everybody out there, if you have an opportunity, uh, if you can't make it the night we're there, you get there as soon as you can to the Courtside Grill and enjoy everything they have to offer. Uh, Joey, we thank you. We look forward to a really fun night, an exciting one. It should be great, and um, Arya Kunstler is going to rock the place, and we'll have an amazing 2017 Kosher Halftime Show for the world to see on Super Bowl Sunday. Thanks so much for all your help, and we'll be in touch as we build up to the big night. As always, great talking to you. There he is, Joey Honig. He's excited. His staff is excited. They're going to be overwhelmed. His staff's going to be overwhelmed that night because we are going to try to really pack the place. We want people on the sidewalk looking in, trying to catch a glimpse of the uh, Arie Kunstler uh, performance and uh, really rock out a Saturday night with a kosher halftime show that will be uh, simply remarkable. Everybody out there, you can go to the web for information about the Courtside Grill at thecourtsidegrill.com, thecourtsidegrill.com. Go over to 602 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst at any time to enjoy a great meal. And uh, I'm telling you, there's no reser- I knew it. I knew there's no way in the world the Courtside Grill would agree for reservations. Not a chance. You want a table that night? You want to make sure you're there for a couple of hours enjoying a great meal? You get there around 7.30. You sit down. Hope I can't even guarantee seven thirty will be tables, but you know, let's hope. And you sit down. You order food and drink all through the night. And uh, when ten o'clock hits, you'll say to yourself, "You know what? This was an exciting night. It was cool to watch the whole setup, the video, the audio, the lighting, the sound, the sound check, and then of course the incredible performance, which will include at least three R.E.A. Kunstler hits for the Kosher Halftime Show. Ten minutes before 9 o'clock. More coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
a.m. There he is, Arye Kunstler. Not a bad idea to include that selection on the Kosher Halftime Show. Osha Shalom. That is not a bad idea at all. Tuesday morning, wrapping things up. Remember, JM Rewind is coming up next. Michael Fragan, Scott Feldman, Rabbi Eisenberg, Dr. Merrin are all part of JM Rewind coming up between 9 and 10 Eastern Time right after JM and the AM just a few minutes from now. If you have an opportunity to hear some of the great interviews that we've been able to, interviewees we've been able to speak with uh, over the last couple of weeks. Don't forget Thursday morning, it's Simcha Liner live in studio here at JM and the AM. Simcha Liner live in studio this coming Thursday morning at JM and the AM. Keep that in mind. And if you're wondering about the Hollander's baby, his name is Eli Melech Shmuel, Eli Hollander. Mazal tov to the Marks and Hollander families from all of us here at JM and the AM. Here's Gershon Varoba. My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at the NachumSingle.com, the NachumSingle Network, and of course on our beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Tuesday for us here at JM and the AM. Plenty more tomorrow. JM Rewind is coming up next. Keep it here for that and for an amazing and incredible a day of programming uh, here at the Nahum Siegel Network.
Uh, tomorrow morning we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. And don't forget, and we'll try to do a bonus JM tomorrow morning before 6 o'clock. And don't forget that Thursday morning, Simcha Liners spending hour number three with us right here in studio at JM in the AM. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.